Welcome to Reality Blows, the podcast all about reality television. I'm Ashley Brooke-Roberts. And I'm Nick Maritato. And on this portion of our podcast, we do recap the challenge Vendettas. Yes, we do. And we have um, today's recap is going to be episode 11, titled... It's Britney B. (laughs) That's right. I think the B stands for bitch. No, it stands for... um, Brother. <laughs> no. Is that why they, they, they asterisked out the rest of the letters? Yeah, it's Brittany, babes. It's Brittany, baby. <laughs> um, Nick and I are recording this at his mom's house in New Jersey. Yeah, we have taken this podcast on zero. <laughs> yeah, this is officially an, a, a national podcast yeah. traveling and, all you know, over. Um, and full disclosure, I have drank half a venti cold brew and I had two sous vide egg bites and it's from like Starbucks. 10 a.m. Yeah. Usually so. we um, are able to watch the challenge and record immediately, post yeah. immediately. Um, but we did run into some issues with the classic DVR. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't fucked with the DVR in a long time. <laughs> I came home, you know, and or came to my mom's house, you know, and uh, I put the DVR, uh, set it up went to watch it like around 10 after the show was over was not to be found was not there and um what's odd about things you know back when i see I don't, we don't have television ashley and i so when we watch it live we watch it straight from the roku app which mm-hmm. has a live feature on the mtv app mm-hmm. and we or we will you know watch figure, it off the website yeah we'll figure out ways to watch television you know that aren't through television but i haven't we have messed, a little sneak around yeah i haven't messed around with the dvr in a long time and it's I forgot. more complicated <laughs> than you think also what i noticed was they don't show this show at like midnight they used yeah, to show it that's twice weird. it would be on 10 and then 11 there'll be another thing on and then at 12 they, they do would a show, repeat they would show it again they don't they don't show the show only from 9 to 10 on Tuesdays. That's the only time you can see the challenge. It's strange. So basically, Nick and I stayed up all night waiting for yeah. them to we're update like, the our on fans, demand. Our fans need this. <laughs> so, you know, we're recording this at about 11 a.m. Eastern time, and you'll probably get this about 12 p.m. Eastern time, which is tough for you guys. I know. I know. It hurts us. Yeah, Let it, it be known mm. that the two people that viewed our Facebook page <laughs> last night at 1 a.m., I saw you yeah, <laughs> looking yeah. for the Don't link. Don't worry. It's coming. Um, let's get into it right off the bat. Nick, tell me how you felt about this show before we start describing scene by scene. Um, personally, I'm going to say that it's not, it wasn't as fun as last week's obviously, but I did like that we had both a daily and an elimination in the same episode. Um, and didn't we last two, I believe the last two episodes, we we had a traditional structure, which I am more comfortable with. And I liked both episodes. I loved this episode. Um, I was super jazzed because of the events of last episode. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Devin's masterminding put mm-hmm. uh, Johnny into elimination against Devin. Devin coming out victorious, putting Johnny Bananas on his ass on a plane back to the States. And you know what? I like Johnny. You know, I'm a lifelong challenge fan. You got to like the guy who's, who's kind of taking things. But you know what? It is, it is nice. If he's going to go, it's nice to see him go in that fashion. Dramatic. Oh, yeah. Big storyline, creating a new vendetta with a capital V. Listen, Devin is my guy. I like Devin. He's my guy. He's my is guy. He, he's so smug and such a dickhead. But I love it. I, I'm surprised you like that. You know why I like Devin? Why? Because he's a smug dickhead, but he's not like a slime ball. He's yeah. not like an untrustworthy slime ball. Like yeah. Devin is cool. And also I know that Sarah Rice really likes him. And I don't I'm not trying to be a Sarah Rice fangirl, you but are, though. I am a little bit yeah. and I know that like she has talked um very highly of him um, you know, from her experience on 
rivals three with him. Oh, so personally, they liked each other. You know, Sarah seems to be drawn to people with high intellects. Yeah, Devin seems to be a smart guy. He's super smart. Check out that vocab, baby. Yeah, he's got good vocab. He's very articulate. Yeah, um, but it does turn into him being sort of smug in, he is in certain smug. situations. I have also heard though that he's a little small dude in real life. That he's yeah. a little shrimpy man. I don't think so. he's a shrimpy man, but I don't think he's looking like CT out there. So the man has to use the biggest muscle, his brain. I thought you were going to say his penis, and I was going to laugh at that. I don't know if that's that. a muscle. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. So speaking of Devin, the show opened with a last week's app. It opened with Devin literally smashing a banana. Yeah, they're going to take that one to, uh, to, to the goal line. I mean, they love the banana puns and the mm-hmm. banana this and the banana that. Um, he just gave us a recap, which is basically that he, you know, orchestrated this whole uh, rumor being spread through the house, and it resulted in Tony saying the best line of the season so far, which is... It's Tony time, baby. We got to pull that trigger. <laughs> uh, Tony time is my new favorite thing in the world. It's Tony time. <laughs> I can just see, it seems like, because then they show like a clip of, it's like, it's Tony time when he makes the decision. To he throw, says it a lot. It's throw, his new thing. And then when they went back to the house, you know, they show that he's putting his, um, you know, what was it, Johnny's name up on the wall or his name up on the wall something whatever they're doing with that wall that they never look at in actual shows with like the leaderboard the money wall it's tracking the money really they don't show it ever it must be because of editing they don't want us they don't want us to catch like oh this day happened three weeks prior to this but we wanted you know what i mean you can't show stuff like that because it will show like where they were in filming you're right they never show it but they did show it that's interesting i haven't thought about that just to be very clear about what nick is saying there is a wall in the challenge house that has everyone's name uh with velcro attached to it so you can move them in place in order and then it also has like monetary amounts next to their name so it's sort of like a moving um what's the word board yeah and they casually we assume they were going to casually cut to it to really see like the through line of the show but you can't casually cut to it because this show's probably not in the exact order that we're seeing. You're a hundred percent right. So they did show it. Um, They're doing edit around. They they did. Sh- that's what they call it. Edit arounds. <laughs> um, that's the official term. Um, actually, I'm, I went to school for edit arounding. I think they're uh, also not showing it because the money doesn't matter. Yeah, the money doesn't matter. There's a lot of things that don't matter. If, if you've been listening to our recaps, we know you know that I personally have some issues with things that don't matter. Number one, the grenades. They don't seem to matter that much. Uh, number two, the word vendetta doesn't seem to matter. And now the money, I don't know. Do you know how much money anybody has? Also, when you say, oh, I have no idea yeah, how and, much money and, anyone has. And yet there's has. a grenade where you can cash out, like you can steal somebody's cash. That happens every once in a while. And and they don't. Um, Why would see, they ever do it? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so with with uh uh, Tony putting that thing on the board. The reason we started talking about it, because when he puts when he puts his name up on that leaderboard, he's like, "It's Tony Tom, baby." I can see Tony using this pretty much in everyday life. You know what I mean? You know, paying for you know something, and it's like six, you know, six twenty-five. He has that quarter exact change. It's Tony Tom, baby. You know what I mean? Like he wants to drop. It's Tony Tom whenever it's possible. And you know what? I love it. There is no way that Tony does not have like some sort of a liquor bar in the basement of his house in Texas or in the carport and with a wooden sign behind it that has like hand painted it's Tony time is he from Texas yeah he lives in Texas oh I didn't know that um another thing that I wanted to talk about that you just uh brought up which is your issues with all these different aspects of the show when you were just speaking I've just had this thought vendettas when you say that person's my vendetta that's not the correct use of vendetta 
Like a person isn't a vendetta. Right, right. A person I, is a rival. And, and a person has a vendetta. You have a vendetta against yeah. another person. Yeah, well, they're changing it. It's capital V. Well, that's frustrating. <laughs> okay, so um, Devin, like we're saying, Devin does this last week. He does the, um, you know, he, he brings up the fact that rumors were circulated between Kaylee and Johnny and Nelson. And long story sh- short, Johnny gets sent home, which brings us to this week's episode. We open back at the house after the elimination. It's nighttime. Everybody's in the pool. Devin's naked. Um, he says, I'm fully nude. And everybody's just like partying. He, he's on top of the world. Yeah. I believe he says something like, I'm on a cerebral high that I could never achieve in real life. <laughs> yeah. he, he talks about this cerebral high that he has, yeah. which has forced him to take off his pants and underwear and jump into a public <laughs> pool. Also, Nick noticed uh, some decoration at the pool he'd never seen before. A big old MTV logo. Yeah, it's huge. Um, and you know what? I, they, they, I'm just really in a positive place with reality TV right now. Um, I'm not going to get into this so much right now because this is a challenge recap. But on Monday's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about reunions, hopefully, if I remember. And I watched the Love and Hip Hop reunion in New York. And they were talking so much about, did you do this to get on the show? Did you do this to get on the show? I find it fantastic that television reality has decided to lean into the fact that we all know it's reality tv even the people that are on it yes even the people who are cast on these shows know they're on a reality show don't pretend like we're not so the fact that there's a big mtv logo on this motherfucker and this is now mtv's big feeder show and this is their sort of umbrella franchise for competitive uh uh competitive people on the MTV network. I love that there's a big MTV logo. It's just like, fuck you. We're on TV right now. Let's yeah. not pretend like we're not. It's definitely bringing the fourth wall, and it definitely felt like very spring break, yeah. n- like 1999. I loved it. I People loved were it naked too. in a pool. Yeah, everybody's drinking. Um, then we 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 see all these people having fun. Then we see a shot of Leroy sitting by himself eating a snack in the yeah. house. He's sad. Yeah, he's sad. Leroy lost his friend. He's the one guy who said the bananas went home. And then that cuts directly to Natalie and Nelson chatting. Um, and Nelson, once again, is like, God, you know, I just I can't believe I was blindsided like that. And Natalie says, I, you know, me too. Johnny was with Kaylee the whole time. Yeah. And it's like she's like crying, I think. She was I, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We were. We didn't buy it. No, I didn't buy it. Which brings us to the morning. And it's Nicole's B-Day. Natalie's making her a cake. Nick uh, points out that, once again, trying to write a name on a cake is never a good idea. Yeah, I mean, you should really start with the bookend letters because you always run out of you run out of room when you get to that final letter. letter <laughs> and so there's always like a squeezed-in E yeah, or something Yeah, it was like an end. E falling off they the cake. They did an okay job there because they seem to have put the lowercase E tucked betwixt the two lines of the uppercase L, which actually looked like it was for style points. But I think it's because they didn't have enough room. You've used betwixt on this podcast numerous times. I'm British. Um, So it is Nicole's birthday. And with this cake ceremony, there's also like this weird sort of dating history of Nicole and like who she's dated on the challenge. And they go over her relationship with Laurel, which is totally lead up for what happens later. Yeah, Laurel shows up. I mean, they showed that in the trailers and stuff like that. So it's not really a, a spoiler. But yes, they are doing like a little bit of a like Nicole love story history thing. We all know that Laurel is coming. And we 
all know she's going to be on the episode tonight, but there's so much more to Laurel than this dating history with Nicole. I guess they're having to tie that in because Nicole is the cast member. Yeah, and it makes sense. And also because, you know, the events that unfold during when Laurel shows up, you know, there's a few moments and we have to sort of give people backstory who don't know. And I don't know who those people are. They're how, definitely not listening to this show. How dare the producers not put Nicole and Laurel up against each other? You know, um, First of all, Laurel, I think, yeah, there was a lot of stuff with Nicole that seemed that is her current storyline. But I mean, all the older people on the show and even the, the new people on the show, they all see Laurel as the strongest female competitor in challenge history. And she is. She's, what about Emily? Oh, yeah. But I, she just didn't do as many seasons as as Laurel, I think. And I think that Emily and Laurel in a challenge. And you're together, talking Emily Schramm. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I think Emily would win. I don't know. Uh, Laurel seems to have thinned out a yes, bit. She's gotten thin. And and I haven't seen Emily Schramm, who is like a personal you trainer. You just saw her on Champs vs. Pros. Oh, last yeah. She season. seemed pretty big. But you know what? Here's the thing. This is why Emily Schramm isn't going to, it doesn't. Champs vs. Stars, she, excuse yeah. me. She, fle- she, fle- she doesn't flex in my brain as much as Laurel does because right. her storylines that were kind of whack, she's just a good competitor. Laurel, there's been times where she has flourished as far as how shitty she's been in the house. Well, Laurel's a psychopath. I mean, she's not and- a psychopath, but she is, um, she definitely has an attitude about her. And Emily Schramm, I think, is a little more quiet and conserved with her attitude. Although Emily Schramm did have one storyline, which we will leave uh, for you guys to remember, that I think maybe put her off doing challenges altogether. And it had to do with putting pudding on her face and pretending like she was somebody else in the house. What? Yeah. Are you talking about blackface? Um, I'm talking about pudding face. And, <gasps> oh, and my God. It was a whole I didn't thing. know that. Yes. Um, I, uh, God, I, I wish I could remember. I think upsetting. it was Alton? That's upsetting. I believe she was pretending to be Alton. They were hooking up Alton? at the time. I, th- th- she was hooking up. What happened with, to that guy? Get him back on. Uh, she was hooking up with somebody in the house. I'm sorry for the details to be foggy, but um, her and somebody else pretended to be Paula and Alton hooking up, and she played the Alton role and put pudding on her face. Oh my god! I, god, I hope it's Alton. Um, so it it. it it Wait, was, didn't Paula and Alton date? That's what the and oh, Emily I see was like. On. Emily was like either pissed off at Alton, but they were drunk gotcha. and they thought it was kind of like. So they recreated the hookup between Paula and Alton in the house, and there was a pudding incident. And um, I don't think she came back after that. Someone needs to do like a true living history of the challenge racism that is I, rampant it, throughout the series. It was I you, you ended up feeling bad for Emily because it was like she didn't mean it to be shitty. It was like a, kind of a complete oversight, but it was one of those like um, microaggression racism things where it was like, "What? I, I was just being silly," and then it's just like you everybody can, no around you ever is be, that's everybody you, around you is going, Emily. Do you not? You really don't get that. And you can't she, do blackface ever. And Emily. then later, she you know the morning of, she was like, "Fuck, man, this is this sucks for me. I don't I made a bad decision." Oof. Anyway, well, not good on, on MTV challenge. though for airing that. I hope they did like a little like uh, I don't think never they did. do blackface no, they type thing. Those call, those um those um pro social things that they do at the end of things they 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 don't end up doing that uh back in the day. But let let's continue with this. I would like to just correct myself though because I said Laurel was a psychopath and I do not mean that. What I mean is that she is like a dynamo. Yeah, like she's like. A, 
I meant that she has like a kinetic energy that she brings to the television. Emily is kind of a flop. She's she, like athletic. She's a competitive psychopath. How about yes, that? Yes, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Um, I loved having Laurel back on the screen. Yeah. So that brings us to the daily, which is called This Land is My Land. It's basically just like a relay race, it seems like. You know, people are you're trying to build something out of these pallets. There's three teams, and it involves a lot of running back and forth on the beach. Um, so Devin gets to use his grenade and he picks of course the only grenade that seems that anyone seems to want to pick team up yeah of course yeah yeah you're gonna want to do it's team always up. team up i we haven't really even seen these other ones i mean they they may, you know make up a lot of bullshit like you know uh but it's like we don't even see them every time i see cash out or cash up no one's doing it, cash I'm always out like, well i'll take that but as we talked about before it's like who's got money i don't even know is this this not a storyline they're clearly not gonna pick it and cam had car maria um lube up that was the only other oh, one. Oh, yeah, the loop up, the loop and that up. worked for that it super did. dangerous jump on cars challenge. Yeah, that multiple people, multiple people got hurt doing. And Zach went through a fucking uh, back windshield, and they didn't even talk about it. I know. That was crazy. It was and crazy. Johnny got hurt really bad, and they never talked about that. And then uh, that's the one where Leroy did a bad backflip and oh, hit his head and was Oh, is that the out. one? Yes, Oh, yes, my yes. God. Come on, guys. Stop um, lubing up and jumping on cars. <laughs> This was something we both noticed was that TJ was wearing a hat again at this daily. Okay, so TJ was <laughs> dressing really well for a while. He had busted out of TJ backwards hat guy, which was like his first five seasons. And then he started wearing like dressing kind of like a hipster, sort of like flannel yeah. button ups. It might be where they are. Maybe where they are in Spain and it's like a, the bad months of Spain and it's super hot or something. Like something went on where he's back to wearing fucking um, uh, Under, Under Armour, Armour hats. shirts and, and, hats. and, and it's like it's like two, it's circa 2008 TJ. Yeah. And it's like not 2018. He's not looking great these days as far as fashionably. Um, I I prefer him to be hatless. Maybe that fun part he had in his hair that one season, uh, a button up shirt. I want him to look slick. You like the slick teej. I, I like, like the trucker teej. hat teej. You do like trucker hat teej. But huh? he wasn't trucker no, hatting it no, up. He this was, was wearing, like a dad hat. This was like Under Armour flex fit. Yeah. Uh, just you know, TJ, we're paying attention to your outfit. Yeah, always, <laughs> always, always. So we learn at this daily that it's going to be another a double elimination. So two girls and two guys are going to end up going into the ring. And like I said, Devin picks his teams, and he um, he thinks he's being pretty smart with the teams. He puts himself on a team with Nelson, Cam, Kayla, and Brad. He puts a team together called the Blue Team with Kyle, Kara. Jemmy and Leroy, which yes. is four people. Four instead of five. Four people. And then the green team, he picks Zach, Nicole, Natalie, Tony, and Brittany. Yeah. So that is important. Um, Devin picks these teams. It, it, I thought his team was strong. His team was strong, but also... Devin, you, Nelson, Cam, Kayla, Brad? You put Tony and um, and uh, Zach. Zach on the same fucking team. Yeah. I mean, I understand that they might be like that your vendettas yeah. or like they're not in your alliance, but they're going to want to win. You Put Zach on your team, dog. But Zach is a Johnny's guy. It doesn't matter. What, is he going to throw the challenge? I, you know what I mean? He's not yeah. throwing challenges. He wants to win. Yeah, Zach is... Um, Unless there was something where he, it was like rumored that they would throw challenges if they were on his team. That was not a storyline, so I can't. I can't pretend like that happened. Right. But why would you put Zach and Tony against your ass? And not even, why wouldn't you put Zach on the team with four people? You know what I mean? Like they, they yeah. fucked up. It was a yeah. fuck up. 
And guess what? I mean, we'll talk. I don't really want to talk too much about what happens when the challenge. There's a lot of pallets. You have to stack a thing and then raise it. Fucking Devin's team lost. Yeah. Comes in third place. Yep. Second place is the blue team with four players. Four players, including Jamie. And the winner is <laughs> Zach and Tony's team. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, I looked at that as soon as I saw it. I go, Zach and Tony's team is going to win. They have the same amount of people. They have strong females on the team. They are two of the strongest competitors in the house. Zach is bar none the strongest competitor in the house. Zach is looking like a Greek god. He's looking good out there, and he knows he's looking good. Because this whole episode, he's like fucking laughing. Laughing to himself yeah. and looking around and being like, you want to fuck with me? Fine. Like his, uh, he, he is now showing who Zach really is, which is kind of like a full of himself beast. So here's the thing. I'm not familiar with Zach. I, I started watching the challenge with Jenna. And so I always heard of Zach as like her boyfriend that she was in love with who right. wasn't on the show. And now I'm seeing him. I think he's funny. I think he's hot. Why does he have such a bad reputation? Um, because he did some shitty shit to women. Like he's got a past, you know, John A, um, Jenna. Like there are these women who. Um, he's Is he a cheater? I don't know if he's a cheater. I think he might just be like, like the way that. It, remember with the Jenna thing, where like his girlfriend, his other girlfriend, picked up the phone. Like there was. Oh, some, he, he asked who it was he, when she called him. Yes, because there was two people involved. Like yeah. he's got a little slip. Oh, things. that's now, right. He's a cheater. Now on his on the other on his real world season with Frank, who comes through, um, you know, he had some issues with homosexuality. He also oh. came into the house, I believe. Um, there was something with a Confederate flag oh, was, no. was somewhere in his room. Either that was with his audition tape or Ugh. that was with whatever. But there were two gay people on his season, a lesbian and a gay man. Yeah. And uh, uh, they both had issues with him. And then they uh, Frank and, um, and uh, Zach. Zach I believe had issues on their season, but then uh, a couple of seasons into the challenge where Frank and Zach were both on the challenge, like immediately scooped up. Yeah. Uh, and they were both pretty strong competitors. They ended up being, they ended up doing a battle of the seasons and Frank and Zach bonded like motherfuckers. Oh. There. Yeah. Like big time. And they actually bullied the lesbian girl. Well, pretty bad. <laughs> I thought um, this was going to end no, well. Frank is like a fuck. And, and Frank is one of my favorites of all time. And I really need him to come back. Let's get into Frank okay, in a little bit. You will. Okay. So Devin teams loses the green team wins and they're talking about forming the Troika and you know everybody's talking about who's going to be on the Troika Brittany's like I'd like to be in the Troika because I've never been in one and then it's either Tony or Zach they're like yeah but like we're picking your guys it's going to be either Brad Nelson or Devin those are like your guys and you know this is going to be messy for you and Brittany's like okay you're right but as long as I'm safe I don't care you know like we're the winning team we should just say that everyone on our team is safe and the guys are like guaranteed and they all shake hands and um, yeah, and then the That's losing why this is called the challenge everyone's safe. There's no no backstabbing going to happen <laughs> here at all. Then the losing team has to uh, pick one guy and one girl to go in. And so, once again, the losing team is Devin's team, which is Devin, Nelson, Cam, Kayla, and Brad. And um, everybody is saying Cam's name. And it cuts to Leroy being like, you know, I'm so upset anytime someone says her name. And I'm like... Why are they not addressing the fact that Cam and Leroy are dating? It's 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 strange, and you know for a fact that they're they're hooking up on this show. I don't know for a fact that they're hooking up on the show. I do not, but I they're do know for a fact they're dating life. now. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it's odd because you know Leroy makes these comments. Boy, it's gonna. You know, I love chilling with her. It's it's. I, I really Leroy don't will see. be like, she's the one name I won't say. Yeah, yeah. And and the only thing that I, you know, I feel like Leroy had a had a race storyline last season. Um, you know where he, you know, uh, uh, you know he Ra- was, huh? Race. Yeah. Oh, like ethnicity. Cam- Sorry, yeah. I thought with- you were talking about like no, a race, no, like they were racing. With Camilla. Oh, you know right, right, I mean? right, right, and, right, right, right. And I almost want to say that, you know, MTV is editing this like, well, we don't have enough time to show this story, give this Cam Leroy storyline. So if we leave in these things, it'll just feel like he's like, you know, doesn't want to throw the black girl in or something. Like I know oh, I'm, I I'm like some dumb white guy sitting in his mom's house <laughs> in, in uh, New Jersey right now, but. We're just confused as to I'm why confused. they're like, not. Why aren't we showing it? How come yeah. we haven't seen any of it before? And yet they're still keeping in interviews where Leroy has allegiance to Cam. I don't I, know why I, they would. Why Why wouldn't they just cut that out as well? It's very odd. You know, it, it's it's weird. So I have to come up with my own assumptions. Yeah, he has this diehard allegiance to Cam, but we never see them talking. It's never explained. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not like they're like having these um, alliance conversations where they're like, I got your back. You got my yeah. back. Like it's not happening at all. So we're just trying to figure out what is going on with that and you know if they're dating let us see yeah so um so yeah cam is going to go straight to the ring and then who is the guy who's going to go straight to the ring brad brad sad brad sad brad crazy Um, eyes brad (laughs) crazy eyes brad oof wow 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 that we had a moment about that in a little bit which we're going to get to display i have never watching the challenge felt like i was going to scream out of fear until i saw brad's eyes tonight on the show so that's what happens at the daily. Then we are immediately back at the house. Um, Kyle and Cara Maria are talking, and you know this was just a fun line. Kyle said, um, "Having sex with you is like being murdered." So I just wrote. I think that he down. said it's like being in a fight. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then this was very interesting. So Kyle and and Cara Maria are talking. Zach walks into the room and he's like, "Hey, Cara, can I talk to you?" And Kyle's like, "Would you guys like me to leave?" And Zach's like, "No, it's cool. You can stay." This is the second time we've seen this happen, where someone has come into a room to talk an alliance with someone else. Kyle has offered to leave, and they've been like, "No, you're good." Kyle is playing a great game here. The fact that like people just don't see him as a threat, and yeah. they're like, "No, you can stay. Whatever." Yeah. Is incredible but in that scene zach is talking strategy and he's looking around to see who he could throw in he looks at kyle and he goes you know what after today i'm starting to feel like you're a threat kyle yeah kyle's time might be up by the way with that car maria thing being in a fight with kyle like having is that you know having sex with car maria is like being in a fight i mean we already knew we are i already knew this because of car maria and abram's uh, sexual history on this show. They've already made note that Abram and Carmaria's sex w- was like intense and like involved a lot of like scratching and f- and fighting and stuff like that. They were oh like two God. two like r- two like feral animals like Jesus. having sex with one another. And th- that was uh, like a slight sub storyline for the seasons in which they were hooking up and going out, and they were both on the same season. Woo. Okay, there well, you that's for all those Carmaria fans out there. And Abe. Something to think about. Um, so that brings us... Oh, so while they're talking, though, Zach says to Kara, I'm going to put in Brittany. I don't like her. She said this thing to me. I don't even... He's like... He has, like, petty grievances with And he's Brittany. also like, and I don't fucking care. 
Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm just going to fucking put her in. So that brings us to the Troika. We it have- wasn't a petty grievance. He basically said that he's like third in the pecking order for her. He says it's clearly Nelson and Devin are her number one and number two. So and Brad. Me- and Brad. And so where do me and Tony sit at the bottom of that list? Well, and then he also said that when after they had won and they were picking out who the Troika is, Brittany was like, well, we can put you in to Zach yeah. in a way that Zach was like, what gives you the authority to say yeah, that? That's that was, a petty grievance. Well, it wasn't petty grievance, but I think it was definitely like a, uh, you know, it was definitely like Brad. Get in your place. Brad, yeah, Brad, you know, or uh, Zach, sh- you know, swinging, <laughs> his dick, losing it. <laughs> swinging his dick around a little bit. So we, that brings us to the Troika where Tony, Zach, and Natalie are sitting in there. Zach wants Brittany. Natalie does not want to put Nelson in. Um, and But, you know, she's sitting betwixt Tony and Zach. Oh, my God. And Tony and Zach don't want Nelson in. And she basically, in her interview, says, what am I going to do? Have Nelson on my back or am I going to have... Uh, Tony and Zach on my back. I'd rather have Nelson on my back. Let's throw his motherfucking ass in. Fun little fact about Nick. He has Betwixt tattooed between his eyebrows. Betwixt my eyebrows. <laughs> um, so this was a real fun moment. This was a fun editing moment where I don't remember who says this. I, someone says, like, I don't trust him, talking about Nelson. And then it cuts to the goofiest picture of Nelson of Nelson's all time. Picture, I mean, it's funny. They took these pictures, like these promo shots, probably not realizing that they were going to show up when there was a chance that they were going to be eliminated from the show. <laughs> so, like, some of them are really goofy. Nelson has, like, a has like a look over his shoulder, like, a, you know. Yeah, it's like a little playful. It almost seems like it was taken at Sears. Olin Mills. Is that the place where you used to get your picture taken? Sears. Yeah. Sears, where I'm from. Sears, where Nick's from. So the doors open, and who are, what pictures are on the wall? It's Nelson, Kyle, Leroy, and Jimmy, Brittany, Cara Maria. Boom. Now, why isn't anyone putting Jimmy in the ring? She's a popped, her picture's popped up. She is a layup. People are waiting for the last possible moment to throw her in. And honestly, what you, because you never know, it might be two teams versing one another. It might yeah. be all everyone for themselves. When they figure that out, you want uh, an, uh, a, a layup on the other team running a final. Right. You just do. You want to keep somebody around like that just because they want to w- slow a team, an entire team down, and then you can win. You don't know. Maybe it'll be individual. Who knows what's going to happen? But I assume that's why she's sticking around. So we see the walls. Brittany goes, you shook my hand. And then we go back to a bedroom where we see fucking crazy eyes, Brad. I've never seen eyes crazier than this. Yeah. He looks like a maniac. We got a profile of Brad, but his eyes were like protruding out of his head. I mean, they're popping out. And, you know, Brittany's like, I don't know what to do. You know, she's like half crying and she's kind of pissed off. And Brad's like, no, no, no. You go in, you come back, you get a grenade, you make some moves. Yeah, yeah. He looks just like, is he on steroids? Like, what's going on with this guy? He's got kids. <laughs> he's got, is it, he's and I think he went fueled by dad hormones. Yeah. Um, Brittany looks cute as shit. I'm just going to put that out there. I love the little outfit she was wearing. She was wearing, like, some joggers with, like, platforms. Brittany, you dressed for the occasion. She goes to Tony. She's like, what the fuck? Like, and Tony's like, I'm sorry, girl. And she's like, okay, well, just promise me that you will tell me if you're going to put me in. He's like, I got it. I promise. She goes to Zach. Zach's like, you're a burn vote. You know, we saw this win, Nick. Last week uh, when Johnny was thrown in and he goes to Zach and he says, what the fuck, man? And he goes, dude, you're a burn vote. I swear to God, he's doing the same lean on the same bunk in the (laughs) same room at the same part of the show. It was pretty hilarious. As a matter of fact, 
Zach actually uh, talks about how, you know, like, hey, do we, uh, we did tell Brittany that we were going to save her. And he's like, I told Bananas I was going to save him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he knows exactly what he's doing. And this time, he can't even keep a straight face when Brittany's asking if he's a burn vibe. He's like, yeah, and he's laughing. And then she's like, all right, fine. But if I do go in, could you give me a heads up? And then they do a split screen of where she asked Tony the same thing. And they both say the exact same thing. He's like, they're like, yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. I'll yeah. let you know. They both promise her. Yeah. Um, then that is peppered with a little bit of Kyle and Car Maria outside talking. We learned that Kyle calls Car Maria Car Marie, yeah. which was just a little happy moment. And it brings us to the morning. Cam and Kayla are talking. And, uh, you know, Kayla's just like, hell yeah, come back with a grenade. There's no questioning Cam's ability in the ring, I feel like. Uh, I don't know that she's shown herself to be so strong. I think she's kind of got the luck of the draw so far, and uh, she's done pretty well for herself. So she we'll has see done what happens well. this time. So that brings us to the ring. And this is, I've, I've really been paying a lot of attention to the way the Troika stands, like who stands in what position. Natalie's first, Tony's second, Zach is third. Um, spoiler alert, Natalie picks Nelson. You know, it sucks, but... Uh, for Nelson and for a Nelson Burned fan, again. me, I love little Nelly T. Come on, Nelly. So Natalie picking him. I'm ready for Natalie to go. She is yeah. not winning a fan in me. No, not me either. Um, and I asked my sister last night who she d likes and doesn't like on this show. And uh, my sister Gabby does not like Natalie either. So there you go. Yeah, and Gabby's a, like a first time watcher. So that's interesting. Like we, we're diehard fans. This is like Gabby's first season. I think Gabby's no watched one, it a few times, but I don't think she watches like we watch. No one likes Natalie, I think. Uh, I, I'm interested in what challenge fan likes Natalie. Um, so then, you know, Tony, he, uh, so basically spoiler alert, everybody picks Nelson. Then when it comes time for the girls, they all pick Brittany. Brittany's like, thanks for the heads up. And Tony's like, oh yeah, uh, forgot about that. Oh uh, yeah, uh, forgot about that. Oh, uh, you don't care. Um, then the mercenaries come time. out. So that means the people from this cast going into the ring, let's just do refresh that. The two girls going into the ring are going to be Cam and Brittany, and the two guys going into the ring are going to be Brad and Nelson. Boom. That's when the mercenaries come out, and we have Frank, Durrell, Laurel, and Ashley. So the mercenaries, right? So if you haven't been watching this show and you haven't been listening to our recaps, they've done this once before with a bunch of other uh, challenge competitors who they seem to have holed up into a hotel room, not told them what they were there for, and then they were brought out not to be on the show, but to be mercenaries. Basically, uh, instead of going up uh, against somebody that's on the cast, you now have to go up against an elimination, um, in elimination against a veteran and often a champion. And uh, these are tough champions. The first time it was Derek, it was Tori, it was, who are the other two? Um, Anissa. Anissa. And da, 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 da. oh, um, Jordan. Jordan. And, um, you know, it was, I believe, did all of them win except Cam? Cam was the only person that beat Tori. Everybody else, yeah. all the other mercenaries won. Right. And Tori's a questionable champion. Yeah, it was questionable, but, you know, we like her. And so. Nick likes her. <laughs> and, and so this time. I like Tori too, but not as much as Nick. <laughs> it's uh, Laurel, it's uh, Darrell. Those are two vets, two champs, two forces to be reckoned with. Um, Frank. Frank. Who I know nothing about, who Nick is like freaking out when Frank comes out. Right. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. So Frank was, as I was saying, on said, the season yeah. with Zach. 
they buddy buddied up on Battle of the Seasons. Um, they were doing that thing where, like, when they were like running the final, like the weak link, like Zach and weak link happened to be the girl that was on their show. Um, Zach w- and and like Frank were like belittling her and like pushing her up a hill, like shittily, like shoving her up a hill because they were dragging her down. It was crazy. Um, also, Amanda or Ashley was also on that season. Ashley was on like a season ago. She was also on. Wait, Ashley Camps was on Mer- what season? Not the Ashley that that is a mercenary. Oh, there's another Ashley blonde K. Ashley. Right? Is that Ashley K? Who dates Dario? Yes. Yeah. That her and Zach used to hook up on their oh. real world season, and that rounded out the four people on the Battle of the Season. So that's where she comes in in this whole fold. Interesting. So I was she, always wondering what she was doing yeah, on that she show. She was on Frank and Zach's season. Gotcha. And, so, and it was Zach's first like hookup uh, in the real world franchise. You know what I mean? In the universe. So, in this universe. So yeah, there's there's some history going on. Here. Um, the other mercenary is Ashley M, who I am so happy to see. Ashley Ashley Brooke Roberts loves Ashley M or M? <laughs> it's Ashley Brooke Mitchell. Oh, is yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Ashley Brooke Roberts loves Ashley Brooke Mitchell. ABR um, loves ABM. I just think she's so funny and great. I was so happy to see her. I mean, is she, you know, competitively on the same level as Laurel? Yeah, no. I mean, But, but not just, many are. Yeah, not many are, but you know, she is like I'm just happy to see her. She's funny, yeah. she's great. She she's going to put up a good fight. So, we see the mercenaries walk out. Then they got to do this whole thing with like Nicole crying and right. like I don't know. It's just setting it up that Nicole's upset Nicole about Laurel. Blah, 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 blah. The elimination is called Yanking My Chain. Right. So they just have like a, they're connected to a wire and then they're they chained have, together. They're chained together, but like they each have to run around this big like circular wall. And basically, whoever can get around this wall and ring the opposite bell is the winner. But it, you know, once you get to the the, the top point of the wall, you know, there there's a struggle. And uh, you know, oftentimes this struggle uh, was tough for these competitors. And uh, there's going to be a coin flip, and uh, we learn that Cam is going against Ashley. And TJ says, "Brittany, I'm sorry." He just says, "Brittany, I'm sorry." Yeah. Uh, you know, the fate, unfortunately. Um, is left in Laurel's hands. And then we find out, oh, you know what? Cam's gotten off pretty well, okay? Mm-hmm. She's going up against Ashley and Tori. Yeah. You know, she going up against Laurel is... Yeah. I would have I would have preferred to see Cam and Laurel go up against each right. other because they're relatively the same height mm-hmm. and same mm-hmm. build. Brittany is like a little wisp of a thing. And then so uh, who flips for the... Uh I don't think they show us the guy flip, but we basically learn that um, Nelson's going to go up against Frank and uh, Brad's going to go. No, Brad's going up against Frank and Nelson's going up against Durrell. Yeah. And unfortunately, they missed the boat here on a Durrell Brad um, elimination because as you challenge heads know, they clashed once before when they were super drunk and Brad made Durrell beat the shit out of him (laughs) in a house. Nick Laurel brought this up. Uh, bludgeoned his ass forcing Darrell to who was like on a roll um he at that point I believe had won the most challenge money in the history of the show at that point and uh Brad needed to make a move this was a badasses versus good guys or or champs versus rookies thing and Brad because he had been on the show a couple of years but he had not won was stuck with all of these rookies and then it was like you know Kenny Evan Darrell bananas like it was like a shitty season because they just kept whooped the shit out of the other team. And Brad got really drunk at one night. And at the end of an episode, he was 
in fucking Darrell's face, getting in him, trying to get him to make a mistake. Weren't Darrell, they friends? They were friends, yes. But they were wasted. and Or Brad was wasted. He forced Darrell to beat the shit out of him. Darrell, who's Nobody a boxer. Nobody forces anybody to beat the shit did. out of him, and, babe. And, and it was funny. Then the next interview, you see Brad, his like face looks like the elephant man. Like, oh my he's God. so fucked up. And he's just like, I feel really bad about Darrell, man. I don't know why I did this to him. I, he's my boy. I fucked up. Oh, my God. It sucks. Like, he felt really bad. And then Darrell did not come back on these shows until we saw him, you know, about a year ago. So do you feel like Darrell, that was sort of like a, a mental breaking moment for Darrell when he didn't come back because he was embarrassed by his behavior? I, I think, yeah. And he was kind of, fu- he was like fucking over it. He's probably starting a family, too. You never know. But he's uh, back. I love Darrell. Yeah. I love seeing him tonight. Um, All right. So let's see what happens in these eliminations. Brad beats frank easy right out the bat frank's disappointed you know obviously frank's a competitor you know this bodes well though because i'd like to see frank on on this show as an official cast member frank yeah he's a great competitor but honestly he's a shit starter and he fucking causes a drama in the house and you know that's what i like uh you know not to mention the fact that um frank i can't even believe that he's back on this show because uh me and ashley were talking about this on the phone a while ago when i found out that frank was actually going to be on this episode i never thought i'd see him back because frank went on the bill simmons podcast like after one of his challenge seasons and spilled all the production beans this is i thought you said like, that was landon no this is frank oh and so frank um no Fr- landon has just like a good job and doesn't want to be on the show anymore <laughs> Um, so, and Frank was on the show spilling all the beans and got in trouble with MTV and I believe was asked to not come back. Wow. But that since then they've, as we talked about, they've broken the fourth wall. They're telling us a little bit more about production. And when he says breaking the fourth wall, he means cast members talking on on a mainstream platform about what goes on behind the cameras. I, uh, MTV did not anticipate at the time that podcasts would have, would, would help with this challenge revival so much, much like all. Yeah, I mean now they they have their own podcast, social media. Like, social media is such a part of the actual storyline now that you can talk shit about production, and that can just be brought in as a storyline next season. And now I hope Frank is brought back because of that. So Frank was one of the originators who was giving people a behind the curtain glimpse, he, and he I got punished for it. I had never heard anybody else go on any show to wow. ever talk about what the show was actually like before Frank on that Bill Simmons show, which I believe MTV made Bill Simmons take that interview down damn yeah oh if anybody has a copy of that interview we would love to hear it. i'm sure it's on youtube please we'll, email we'll us at reality blows podcast at gmail.com so frank looks at the camera he looks crazy eyes he says i'm disappointed in my performance which he might as well said have said you'll see me again yeah, i can't wait he looked like he had some revenge in his eyes which brings us to cam versus ashley um cam wins we'll just say that right now but I, I was I'm gonna bring Twitter into this recap, um, and especially with the Laurel versus Brittany. But I'm gonna say here with this Cam versus Ashley, they went eight rounds, which wow. we didn't we did not see. They went eight rounds. Um, there's a fun little moment where Cam's like, "I got nowhere to be" or something like that. Yeah. And Ashley's like, "I don't either." Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it was just nice to see I, Ashley I believe, back on I television. Ashley said, "I got nowhere to be," and Cam said, "I I I don't I don't either." Yeah, one of them. They had like mm-hmm. a fun back and forth. It was good. You know, um, then we see Darrell and Nelson. Now, this this gets into a stalemate, which they have to reset. And uh, then they go again, and then they, they take their helmets off. And, and TJ a, keeps saying, I'm not going to give you another break, because they had to yeah. reset. I'm not going to give you another break. And then TJ calls it. He says it's obviously a stalemate. Yeah. 
Nelson, you can stay in the house, but you do not get a grenade. Now, here is the thing that I'm going to tell you from Twitter, Nick, which you do not know, which is that after they did that with Nelson, they told Brittany that she would not be allowed to stalemate. They said, we are definitely not doing this for you. You have no other choice. Why? No one really knows. No one knows. It's, you know, it's because of this, the way that... The challenge has like a wonky. You need to have a certain amount of guys and a certain amount of girls going into to like the final of this show. Mm. So like the fact that they, you know, I I think it really is sort of a toss up, like how storylines are going, like, and they may seems like they make a lot of decisions on the fly, and that's why they're a little murky about the rules. Like, they're all of a sudden is two double eliminations back to back. Like, to me, I feel as though they're not. Real, they, they have a bunch of different ways that this can go, and they leave themselves in an open-ended situation based on that fact. I think maybe I, I think you're 100 percent right, and I think maybe it's because Sylvia went home because she was sick, right? And they yes. were they had There's, one extra girl. Well, well, let's remember the other girl just quit last week because of bullying. Oh, and Kaylee. Yeah, so they can't. Let, you know what Interesting. I mean? Interesting. Yeah. So like they have to do that stuff. Not to mention, I feel like they also kept the mercenaries in this hotel room and did not plan on having the mercenaries go. Like they don't have an exact spot. They needed to. They waited for like there to be a possible storyline that they could use. And so they they definitely wanted to have Laurel in there and maybe go up against the Cole. But they also had the Brad and Darrell thing in there. It just didn't pan out because if you remember. Remember, they had the Anissa Veronica one. Oh, yeah. It was not, it was, I believe these things are sort of left up in the air. Right. And they sort of make moves based on how the show is going. They're playing chess. They're playing chess. It's and not it, and it's all beat out. It is better for storyline. And I'm sure they signed contracts and waivers saying like, hey, guess what? This is a TV show. So it's like, if you, you can't sue us for, for like taking money from you if you think that we're doing this wrong. Well, so the Twitter thing that's interesting is that all this information I have about how um, Brittany was told she could not have a stalemate um, no matter how long she held on. Yeah. No matter how long she held on, they would not do another stalemate. This all came from Cara Maria, wow. who was tweeting all this out. She said, Brittany versus Laurel was multiple rounds, multiple rounds, and that Brittany had no other choice because she was just holding on forever. Yeah. And they were like, we're not going to do a stalemate no matter how long you hold on. So she basically was like, well, I just keep holding on forever or I let go, yeah. you know? So so yeah. she had no choice. Now, what happened because of Cara Maria tweeting this out? Nick, do you have any idea? No. Laurel gets involved. And now Laurel and Cara Maria are beefing hard on Twitter. Yeah. Really hard, which is interesting because they're – Cara Maria, everybody out there, go check Cara Maria's Twitter today because I don't know how long it's going to stay up there. She calls Laurel a mean, bitter bitch. I bet you it stays up there a while. They, they're already beefing. We know Not that. publicly like this. Yes, they publicly. were friends. No, no, they, Cara Maria was being like, Laurel, I don't know, like whatever. Cara was doing a hands-off thing, not calling Laurel a mean, bitter bitch. They were beefing over like an apartment and stuff like that. Let's not forget about they were friends and then they weren't friends. And it had to do with Nicole Z because Cara having a weird relationship with Nicole Z on their show. They are not friends, Ash. Okay, I will accept that. But I also want to point out to our listeners that you just called Nicole Z, Nicole Z three times in a row. Yeah, and it's her name. It, 
<laughs> what? They, they even say it on the show, Nicole this Z. I don't know why you fight with me about this. This whole time, Nick, Nick is always bringing up, why do I keep calling Nicole Nicole Z? And then we saw on the television that MTV even refers to I her as Nicole Z. Way. How dare you? Give me my props. Um, so I just wanted to bring it up that Britney had fight in her that we didn't get to see. And I think Britney's scrappy. She reminds me of an Amanda, who I'd yeah. also like to have back Did on the show. Did we talk about Brad and Darrell's challenge yet? Did we? Uh, Brad beat <laughs> Darrell. Okay, so here's what happened. Brad and Darrell didn't go up against each other. Brad oh. and Frank went up against each other. Oh, yeah. Frank lost. Yeah, let's We just talked get about Nelson this. and Darrell. We've already done all of this. Yeah. It brings us to the end. Okay, so who are our winners and who are our losers? Oh, my God. We, so we, Nick, we, we already said it, but I will it right say now. it one more Recap time. Recap that. Cam beat Ashley. Brad beat Frank. Nelson was in a stalemate with Darrell. And he stays. Brittany lost to Laurel. So Brittany is the only person that is going home today from the cast. Correct. And um, Laurel says something like, uh, I feel like I'm one step closer to being the old Laurel, which we're like, you know, when did we lose you, Laurel? And then there's this super produced moment where Laurel goes over to talk to Nicole Z and they like hug and Nicole Z's like, I feel like we would have made it if you had tried harder yeah. or like whatever her accent is that yeah. I cannot do. Um, and it's just so clearly like a, a producer clearly went up to Laurel and was like, OK, now go talk to Nicole. Sure. You don't care about that. Yeah. Um, and then that's the end of the show. Uh, it was a good show, ladies and gentlemen. It was and, good. And I changed my mind now after recapping yeah, it. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, guys, that was the uh, recap. Make sure that you uh, always check in on Mondays because we have a um, our A show for the week, which is where me and Ashley just talk about some shit. Last week, it, we had no guest. Although we usually I burped. We um, usually have a we guest. We usually have a guest. But this Monday we talked about uh, Queer Eye. We had a lot to say yeah, about that. The yeah, reboot. The, the reboot. And, and then Wednesdays we always have our uh, challenge recaps. And when the challenge is over, and I feel like it's coming, um, we are going to start recapping some other stuff too. So if you like our recaps, don't worry. Other recaps are coming. And I think we probably will continue to recap the challenge. We're definitely going to stay with the challenge. Um, it's our number one. But please, if you are listening to this podcast, we cannot stress this enough. Please rate and review us. It makes such a difference which is wild that yeah. it, that it matters but like you could totally help us by doing that and that's on itunes and that's on itunes and we'd love for you or the podcast app whatever you call it yeah just like if you could just rate and review us um yeah. make sure you're subscribed it really helps us a ton yeah and if you could follow us on twitter that would be cool too at reality blows pod you can find me on instagram uh nick maritato and I'm I'm on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. Yeah. And as always, may the TJ be with you. And also with Pooh.